What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Takeover with your girl Shay McCray here on Fubu Radio. And y'all know what time it is. We are inside the room with State Representative Brandon McGee, my boy, my brother. What's up? What up? What up? What up? What up? <laughs> Nothing much. Yes, yes. How your week going? Well, how was your week last week? Should I say? So last week was absolutely amazing. Um, you know, did a lot. Got a new job assignment. I'm really, really okay. excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to do it. I was gonna try, but no, I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited about that. Um, and a great weekend with with my team. We were down in um, New London. We rented a beach house. And, oh. Uh, it was really nice. always somewhere. You see what I'm trying to say? You like always somewhere, like I, beach house now. Yeah, I mean Airbnb. Come on now, everybody can live their best life. Um, and so you know, I was able to do some writing, do some reading, and um, kind of plan out the rest of the year. Uh, so yeah, my week weekend it was it was it was cool. It was cool. Okay, How about you? Up. That's what's up. Well, you know, of course, uh, we, um, this weekend was our dear friend birthday um and so we did a tribute dinner wish you were here i know you had uh the obligations but it's okay it was really mainly for the people that was in atlanta that didn't have a chance to make it to the celebration in connecticut and we yeah. understood that so we just want to put something very small and intimate together maybe maybe mm -hmm. about 40, 50 people about 50 people showed up 50 55 wow. people um it was very intimate and a great turnout amazing food you know and just not no problems you know just kept it very positive with the vibes and stuff so um very emotional but we got yeah. through it you know so uh, Oz, Oz would have been very happy um, yes yes and you know cheer cheers to my boy cheers to him and yeah. um I miss him I do a great deal but I do know I'm sure he's probably had like five different fashion shows already where he is I know <laughs> right I wonder what he's wearing now look <laughs> But, yeah, you know, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. But I want to um, get started with what we got to talk about. So much going mm. on. You know, it's so much going on in the world right now. I know um, there are COVID updates. Okay. Yes. Nicki COVID. Minaj. Ooh, Nicki yeah. Minaj. Yes. You also hear that Chris Rock, he actually. Chris talked. Rock too? Yeah, well, he's he's in a different category. Nikki is on some other stuff, but Chris is like, look, I have COVID and y'all don't want this. Go get vaccinated. So anyway, Ooh, we'll talk okay, about okay, that. Okay, we'll okay, talk okay, okay. Yeah, we definitely, yeah, because it was the Met Gala too. So we, I, that was the reason. Mm. But um, um, Simone Biles, yeah. definitely. We're going to touch base me, on that with the Me, me too. too. Me yes. Me Too movement is still live and folks you know kudos to simone and her colleagues uh for stepping up but again we'll talk about that as well yeah but you know we also got to talk a little bit about the whole fat joe little mo situation oh yeah but yeah anyway. yeah because i missed that i didn't even know there was uh i didn't even know there was a, a versus how did i miss that i don't and know. those are like two of my favorites like new york what's up stand up like how did i miss that but whatever <laughs> you know what i'm saying um and of course we've been talking for the past several weeks about the eviction moratorium we've been talking about how it'll impact um the black community the hardest and so we want to unpack that a little bit just to bring some awareness on it yes um, but yeah um, so we got a jam-packed show Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm ready. I'm ready. I know you wanted to touch base on um Kevin Samuels. Oh my oh, god. Speaking of Kevin Samuels, I want to talk about Kevin Civil. 
I mean, Karen Civil. Karen yeah, we're we gonna talk about Ooh. Karen because Meek Mill done stepped into the shade room, said some things too. He's so he's um trending on Twitter as well. Well, listen. I hope it's not the Karen that I talked about a few weeks ago. Y'all know these Karens out there. But anyway, we we'll, you know we'll, what? We'll, I'm done. I'm done. We'll <laughs> but I will it. say to you before we get off, um, um, you know, with the law, all the stuff that's in the media right now, and I know a lot of it, even with the Fat Joe situation and the Karen Civil situation and Kevin Samuels. Um, mm-hmm. There, I spoke. I spoke with a young lady last week, and she. I interviewed her. She has this. Um, she has just other woman's crown. Amazing woman. Her mm. name is Tosha. And shout out to her. The reason why I want to run run back That's to her up. because I just want to recap this real quick, and, and and we're gonna go to break. But um, this young lady shared a story with me that it was so unbelievable. Mm. Age of eighteen, going to college, version. Okay, only child, and she experienced date rape. But she has a company where she met, she um motivates. She's a um motivational speaker. She manifests. It helps people to um market their business and adjust other women's crown. And the whole time she was addressing me as Queen Shay. And I think what it touched me so much, this woman kept a smile on her face. You should have seen the energy that was coming from her. It was like. The message I got from that, and I I get touched a lot. Don't get me wrong, but there's very few that really touch me. Only because I do interview a lot of people. Nothing personal, you guys. It's Mm -hmm. just I see a lot of things and, you know, like... You know, I, I see a lot of stuff. So it got to yeah. be that extra special. You're special anyway for being on the show, but you got to be that That's extra right. special to have that certain touch. And... For her to have gone through so much and in adjusting in other women crowns, that's mm. amazing. I just want to shout out to her. Shout out to Shaw. I will run that interview again. I said I have to um, because that was amazing. And everybody have to hear that message. So I just wanted to share that with her, with everyone well, on that one. Yes. Well, I got to say this, Queen Shay. You do a lot of women <laughs> empowerment, which I yeah. think is absolutely phenomenal. And it's not happenstance that um, a lot of these black women or women in general are gravitating toward your personality. Uh, yeah, so it, I think it speaks a lot to um, your mission in helping to create platforms for young women. So, or just women in general. Uh, yes. So that's that's dope. Cause I mean, I'm thinking about Vanessa who was on inside the room. Oh my goodness, takeover. another one, you know? You know what I'm saying? Just oh my goodness. Um, but anyway, we could probably- Yeah, yeah. We're, we could talk recap about the, the woman that we done brought on here. Cause you done brought some amazing guests, but all right, let us go to break. When we come back, Um, we got some stuff to talk about. All right, you guys keep it locked. Don't go nowhere. Welcome back to The Takeover with your girl, Shea McCray. And of course, we are inside the room with State Representative Brandon McGee. You know, all, oftentimes we always say State Representative Brandon McGee, but we forget what state that to talk about what state he's actually <laughs> repping. <laughs> and that is the state of Connecticut. So I just wanted to share that with everyone before we continue mm-hmm. to move I on. Say I say I'm the representative of the United States. How about that? I know that's right. I, you know what? I want to say the rep of the U.S. here. <laughs> I know that's right, but that's what's up. So no, what we got that. today? 
So, you know, just to double back on the entire eviction crisis that, that the U.S. will be faced with, we know that a few episodes um, ago here on The Takeover, we talked a lot about the impacts of evictions on black and brown people in particular. Um, but there was, and just so that everybody understands really quickly, um, evictions, right? Evictions uh, or forced relocation is a critical and understudied mechanism that drives residential mobility, particularly in inner city neighborhoods among low-income families, all right? That's eviction. I want to make sure we're all on the same page. Well, can we say particularly just happens in the low-income families? Because it happens all over. Like, if you, and even in a different area, if you get, you know, I have, to, di- I have to disagree. Really? Yeah. So yeah, if I lived because, in a white a neighborhood and I didn't pay my rent, you mean to tell me I'm not going to get evicted? I'm just, um, this is I, new to me. I mean, just yeah, I'm being no, serious. I think <laughs> socioeconomic backgrounds, it's real, right? And so when you have low-income families that don't have sort of access to the resources that a Shea McCray or any other person of means might have, then it's really hard for a landlord to just abruptly evict someone. Um, of that status. So you and I, we might be a little bit more well-versed in, okay, I know what to do and you're not just going to put me out. Um, And that's the reality, right? And and so we have to put in protections for low, moderate income families who unfortunately live in situations where they don't have that control. You also have to consider, you know, slum landlords and landlords who are not from the particular neighborhood where these families reside, they don't care about these these folks. Oh wow! You know? And so okay. so 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 that's the only reason why I say I, I okay 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 um, okay I got that. you I got you. Um, but so with all of with all of the moratoriums, um, moratoriums meaning you don't have to pay your rent until you have it, right? Yes. All of those moratoriums are being lifted on both the state and federal level in some cases. Some states like the state of Connecticut, we're revisiting um, our um, executive orders. Basically, uh, it's the power that the governor has to during a pandemic to say, look, I want to put in a moratorium for you know, X amount of time to protect tenants. Um, mm. and, and by the way, Shay, uh, you brought up something very important. What about the landlords? So we now have in the state of Connecticut, upwards of about $123 million that would go into a fund to help um, private owned uh, landlords of single family uh, housing so that they yeah. would have access to it That's as well. That's awesome. Yeah, because but, big corporations received money for their corporations for the um for them not being the funding they did receive funding for that that is true okay yep yep and Mm. so you know this whole crisis on the black community is real um there's always been a historical racial um, inequity in housing security um and we knew that you know all of this existed pre-covid and so it's just exacerbated um all of what's happening um as a result of covid and the eviction crisis uh so i only bring that up because i want to make sure people understand that this is real we are not out of a pandemic and we're still seeing the effects of it uh and that there are resources available right in your state there Mm. are funds there are um resources for those who are faced with the potential of being evicted um you can go to your state department of housing or you can go to your housing authority 
um, and, and to really see what type of types of resources might be available to you. Um, but this is ongoing, y'all. Uh, and I know, I know that there was an article in, in, in some sort of a housing study that looked at a serial eviction filings in Atlanta in which landlords file repeatedly against the same tenant um, found that the share of the renter population that is black has a stronger um, sort of value than the share of the renter population that is cost burden paying over 30% uh, of their income on rent. Um, mm. Atlanta, y'all got a lot of stuff going on down there. Um, but on the other hand, there was another study uh, in the social science research that looked at Milwaukee during the Great Recession found that other neighborhood characteristics are predictive of eviction patterns, but racial composition does not itself impact what you agree with, impact eviction rates. Mm. Uh, so, so there is a lot of conflict around. Well, this, I didn't agree, matter. like technically agree with it. I just wanted to, like, I really. No, but it actually that. supports your thought and that, yeah. oh, because I live in a particular area doesn't mean I can't get evicted. Yeah, you know? that's what, yeah, yeah, that's what it was kind of threw me off a little bit. Like, what are you talking about? They're not getting the same landlords that we are getting. Why are they so uh, like trying going there, after this community versus there are more there are more restrictions um there are less restrictions in communities where there are a lot of poor people that's a fact got you got you okay so okay, yeah well, so, well, so speaking of that let's talk about this covid update because i know with Ooh. this still like you said we're still here in this new variant delta with that being said there um from what i hear there is also a third um, um vaccination that is required with moderma from what I hear, or some booster shots as well. Yes. So with Moderna? Moderna is um, doing a shot where it'll help with the flu and COVID. Wow, that's yes. scary. Okay, that's different. <laughs> Ooh, you said, did you say that on the... I, you I said did. that loud. Yes. Wow, you said that so very that means loud. I did, and I want people <laughs> to, you know, I'm going to do my research. That's different. Wow, okay. Um, because I've not, I've not received the flu shot in decades. So I've never you know, had the flu shot as well. Yeah, so combining the two, that's different. So anyway, Very different. Fauci, Dr. Fauci, um, mm -hmm. urges Americans not, N-O-T, not to get the booster shots until they are eligible because there has been a slew of people yes. saying, I just want to go get protected. I'm going to get that booster shot. And they just got the shot like two weeks ago. Calm down, y'all. Yeah, free. well, one of my friends was vaccinated back in February as well when it first hit like February, January, and they just mm -hmm. received the booster shot. And apparently you're supposed to wait six months from what I hear. Yeah, yeah. And they were extremely sick. Oof. Her and her husband, bad, yeah. really bad. I well, I mean, I'm sharing that on here, but no, um, I think, I think, I mean, everybody responds to yeah. these vaccines differently. Right. So when I received my one shot, Johnson and Johnson, my arm was sore, but I wasn't sick. I was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's urging people to kind of wait until it's time for you to go get your booster shot. He's also defending President's, uh, President Biden's decision to release a plan for COVID boosters before regulators had given them their recommendations. Um, and we talked about that on the show as well with mm. the CDC. Mm. Um, some interesting points here. Mississippi's governor, he plays down uh, sort of the state's high death rate around COVID. 
The mm. fact of the matter is Mississippi, and I hope we have some folks listening from Mississippi, y'all need to go get vaccinated. But anyway, Chris Rock, as we said in the opening, says he has COVID and he's encouraging people to go get vaccinated. He was, in his words, you don't want this. Um, and then Everyone there's also- had it said the same thing I know. I spoke yeah. with quite a few people. Yeah, they say it's a different beast. And Madrid um, is set to remove most of its restrictions on Monday. So that's kind of interesting. Like, I would love to want to know what what Madrid has done uh, to keep um, those COVID um, numbers down. Um, and then when COVID-19 stole their sense of smell, these a few experts lost their, their minds. They didn't understand, like, what's happening. Uh, and this was in Paris. Uh, so the article talks on and on on how they ran this test around peanuts, smelled like shrimp, raw ham, like butter, rice like Nutella. <laughs> it, it, it's it's wow. a hot mess. So in other words, those symptoms would be troubling enough for anybody. Um, but the, the experts who were experimenting on this um, really had a lot to say. So we'll probably have to spend a little bit more time unpacking that, giving you some context on their study related to uh, COVID. But nonetheless- Well, it's, so, um, it's interesting you talking about this because I do know some another young lady, she was on live um, a couple of days ago and she was saying that she has not received her, her taste or smell back as of yet. Like they want to do studies on her and the universities in reference to this because- but there are a few people that are saying they smell as has not come back. You lose, you don't regain all your senses back. And and memory. You have delayed cognitive sort of ability. You it's oh hard. Goodness. It's hard for you to catch up. You still have your mind, you still have your brain, you're very articulate, but it's a delay. Right. Wow. And so speaking of, you know, we mentioned Chris Rock and all of that yes. other stuff. <sighs> Nikki. Y'all know. I love Nikki. I love Nikki Minaj. I love Nikki um, too, but I love Lil' Kim. I love, love Lil' Kim. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah. But yeah. so, so Nikki Minaj, she shared on her social media that she had declined an invitation to the prestigious Met Gala. Can you tell me again what the Met Gala is? All I, I was so turned off when I saw the looks. Oh, it must be a new thing like all every, anyway i'm not gonna say well it. the way it works is it's themes that's how they do met galas they have the, they every year that you attend you dress up as a certain theme so can this, we go this i would love to go it's an amazing experience but this year this year's theme was the, um, um american independence so if you notice that's why sierra wore her husband's number like a jersey the seahawks that was because of um, football if you notice um j-lo was more like a cowgirl um mm -mm. if you notice i didn't watch it i'm fine so we know okay. what that gala so, is yes so their theme so with that being said this year they required them all to have been vaccinated nikki wasn't and she was like look I won't meet the ball's requirement, period. Then she goes on, on her Twitter handle, if I get vaccinated, it won't be for the Met, she tweeted. It'll be once I feel I've done enough research. I'm working on that now. That explanation, they say, was very public, uh, puzzling because she went on to say that a her cousin's friend 
basically his balls blew up or was blew swollen up. or something i don't know um i'm not upset with her statement oh, 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 you already oh, know I, oh no you I know, know i'm not on. i gotta tell you this though it had nothing to do with it as a matter of fact uh, on the readout which is which is another personality who does news media she basically was just insinuating perhaps it could have been an std Let's let that settle. Furthermore, like it had nothing and in, in Dr. Fauci and others, and even, even the, do they have prime ministers in Trinidad? The elected officials, their CDC in Trinidad basically spoke against what Nicki Minaj, who is of Trinidadian descent, basically says she's wrong. This is not true. It has nothing to do with COVID. Um, and we denounce that. So, mm. I want to hear your perspective on this, on how on how personalities are using their platforms, not in a good way. Yes, she was. Um, they did come after her in reference to that because they felt as though that she had all those million followers that I think it was like 23 million, 23 million followers. Keep or talking, like I'll that. tell you. Yeah, um, and they felt like she should um, utilize the platform in a different way. However, recently, I even received a, uh email from the NWACP asking me to become oh, NAACP? a- NWACP? NWACP. NAACP. NAA. I say it together, sorry. You know, my <laughs> accent. So NAA. And double A is it's sorry. Um, and, that's the, and that's the National <laughs> Association for the Advancement of Colored People. Yes. So they have reached out to me and asking for me to become a brand ambassador using my platform to promote the need to be yes. vaccinated. That's what I'm talking about. Oh. Um, I get it, but I uh I digress. I, you know, I, I understand, I get it, but I feel like at this point we should still be at freedom of speech on how we feel. If Nikki feels as though she wants to do more research, oh, wait a minute, that is her choice. We that's have not a the issue. No, but that's not the it's issue. issue about spreading about the balls, right? The misinformation is the issue and the recognizing okay. that she was being irresponsible and not doing her homework. To, to, to figure out whether or not testicles being impacted by COVID is I, I totally agree. Yeah. No. Um, I, I completely agree with that. However, I think 22.8 million. Okay. 23. It's the same. So mm -hmm. I agree with she, I kind of get where she's coming from. Maybe I'm pretty sure she researched. Maybe she's still researching. You know, I've done with that being said, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> And when we come back, um, I do want to uh, get into Simone Biles with the Me Too movement. Okay. So uh, you guys keep it locked. Don't go nowhere. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to the takeover with your girl, Shane McCray. And of course, I'm sitting here inside the room with state representative who represent the U.S., um, Brandon McGee. That's how we're going to do it. One, one day, I'm going to run for president. <laughs> I promise you I will. One day. I know that's right. Shoot. Listen, I'm here for it. You know I'm campaigning. Yes. Um, but um, I did have to cut the last segment short because I don't I don't mind the conversation in reference to the vaccination. It just becomes a big controversy. Not that me and you, I know we're here. We're here to yeah, talk no, about Yeah, no, I think show. it's for education purposes. Yeah, so. Everyone has their right and their yeah. belief. I think both you and I, Shay, we 
we respect anybody who does their homework and yes. land on whatever their decision is. Yes. Um, who does but, their homework keyword. You said. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, we have, we have responsibilities to ensure we do our homework before we share information Absolutely. Uh, to all of our FUBU family and our listeners. So I just think it's important at that level, um, be ready for people to, I'm attack sorry to you. say, attack you. Yeah, um, or and, maybe and, give and, their opinion, whether you're you. vaccinated or not. They're going to give exactly. the opinion on your page, whether you say, hey, I'm here for the vaccination, be ready for the floods of the non-vaccinated to come under your post. If oh you do, if you decide Can not to be vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. So there was an NPR post on Facebook, the national NPR public radio, and it was about meat. So they were recalling me or the gout price gouging or whatever. And so I posted on there something about it feels good to be a vegan or that vegan life is whatever. When I tell you. They came after you. It what was did mixed, they say? It, it was a. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> it was a mixed review. Let's just put it that way. The, but the reason I'm bringing it up is that there are people who they have an opinion about something and as something as small as me making a comment on a post that had 150,000 comments i received almost upwards of 600 700 likes and comments and commentary on oh my god your 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 classism is showing and your privilege and don't you understand that vegetables are expensive and i mean People went crazy. Oh, that is true. Okay. It's so, not yeah. true. You can support Vegetables your farmer's are... market. You can support your farmer's market. You could do a lot. Okay. That's another but conversation also... for another day. All right. I do Fine. believe that when you have, do you see the strawberries? They're $6 just for a bucket of strawberries. You could go get like, you could go get TV dinners for a dollar. Think about it. Yeah, you're right. You could buy Louis like, Debbie cakes for a dollar and give you to give you what twelve that feeds everyone. I'm being honest. No, there is a difference with the processed food versus fresh food. So yes, I agree. You could probably go to the farmers market, but so, I'm here. Wait, I'm wait. vegan too. But I so wait. but <laughs> so 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 just the name of the article was high meat prices are helping fuel inflation and a few oh big companies are being blamed my post was that hashtag vegan life is everything and uh yeah the rest is history okay anyway moving right did along. you respond that's all i want to know i did yep I'm trying to argue hour. with these people that eat meat. Don't you know they have vultures? Like, ah. I, they get on my nerve too. I ain't going to, that's all, like I said, that's a whole other conversation for another day. Oh, you going to eat lemons? You going to eat this? Oh, yeah, I have nothing for you. Keep eating that crap. Blah, blah, blah. Like, this is what I like to eat. Don't ask me to cook. How about that's that? That's what I said. And I said <laughs> to one guy, I said to one guy, I said to each his own. Like, you do your thing. Yes. Mine. Like, I can't, and, and then it got out of hand. Then a Karen. Cameron came on and then I had to check her like ma'am you don't know me I don't know you let's be real civil on this page or else we're gonna have to go there like wow. I'm here for it you know wow. but anyway so all right let's get Simone, into Simone, Simone yes the Me yeah, Too movement yeah. so well I think there's a correlation or a connection between the Me Too but Olympic gold medalist Simone Biles considered one of the world's greatest gymnasts mm -hmm. uh broke down in tears during last Wednesday's um, hearing before Congress, um, 
as she shared her story of being sexually abused by the USA gymnastics doctor, Larry Nassar. Um, I'm not gonna go into a lot of details, but the fact is, and what we need to know is that journalism is real, good journalism is real. And as a result of good, um, good work by uh, a particular newspaper in Indianapolis, uh, was able to really shed some light on what was happening in the USA gymnastics. Now we know that, um, oh, and her claim is, along with her colleagues, Simone Biles is saying the FBI failed failed us basically they knew that this man was sexually abusing these young girls uh and they did nothing about it uh so her testimony before the senate judiciary committee last week was powerful i watched it um and it just brought me back to um the me too movement movement and asked the question and this is a question that someone else asked but it really stuck with me is the me too movement like anti-black and anti-black male um does the me too movement actually support black women as they go out um and fight for justice uh and you Ooh, know good point we're gonna have yeah. to do some more research on that particular but I, but I will say i will say this the, the 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 founder of the me too movement um was she's on a tour uh, to really shed light on um, sexual abuse on college campuses, et cetera. And she's doing this college tour and she it kicked off at Howard University and she was able to respond to that. Um, and she basically denied like, no, it's not a, it's, we're not anti-black, we're not anti-black male. We are here to support the voices of our victims and to hold people accountable. So I really applaud her for clarifying that and clear in the air. Um, but this is something that we should pay close attention to and shout out to Simone Biles and her her colleagues uh, fighting wow. for justice. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. It's, yeah, it um, is. Well, yeah, good luck to them. I, 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 you know, when every time I hear these stories, you know, the first thing that pops up in my head is they're still doing this. I know. Like they are, what are they not watching the news? Like what what's going like? That's Sometimes like when people, people were leaving kids in their car with the windows up. Remember that whole morning? Every oh, time you turn around, somebody yeah. went to jail for leaving a child in the car. It's like, yeah. are you not seeing the news? People are going to jail behind this. Why are you continuing to do this? Like, why are you thinking that these people are not going to tell? Or mm -hmm. like, I, I don't know. I just, um, you know, it, it's just sad. It is sad to take advantage of someone just so they can get, um, well, it, it's really for the advancement and they're taking advantage. Yeah. That's really what it's about, you know? So, yeah. um, I know you want to speak on Kevin Samuels. And the reason why I want to go into him right now is because he speak about black women and how they do certain things and stuff. And, um, and let's just get right into him because so, I did catch a clip so with just, him the other day. Okay. So just for... For our listeners um, who may not be aware of who Kevin Samuels is, he is—he calls himself an image consultant. He's an oh, influencer. Really? He's an oh. influencer. Oh, okay. He's a lifestyle coach, and oh, okay. he has upwards of one million followers on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and his latest post is and i'm going to paraphrase he's basically saying it's not uncommon to hear black women lamenting the fact that black men 
don't have or feel so unsupported out here. Mm. Often it makes them sad and angry, but I wonder to, or do they understand that they are also at fault? Single mm. women understand this, that most of the reason why single black men are unsupported is because of the lack of wives. Mm. You, you want to help. So, and then, and then on the flip hand, he goes on the opposite extreme and one might consider him a womanizer the way he responds uh, to some of the females who join his lives asking for advice um and it's very entertaining but it's also sad but i am at fault because i watch it and it's very entertaining um i i'm gonna be real with you i got caught up in the moment and i am a woman too and i kind of i want i think it's not the message, it's the delivery. I agree. He's very rude and condescending. That's why I'm gonna just leave it like that. That's I'm not. it. Let's bring him on. I wanna That's, talk to him. I would love to talk to him. He probably charge us because he's like <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like people are like, well, why theme. do I need to come to you? Like Right? Where did they come to me? Tell me about it. Way. I would love to go back and forth for him because I would tell him like all the all statistics that you stay in, you don't know. You really mm. don't. It's not, it's not a hundred percent, but I will tell you that he is somewhat telling the truth, but it's yeah. not a hundred percent, you yeah. know? So, because I'm we not, get you one. We I'm not, get you one. I'm not married by choice. You know what I'm saying? But I can be married. You know That's what I'm right. saying? And right. I have been married and my husband didn't mm -hmm. leave me. You get what I'm That's saying? That's right. It's a lot of things. You get what I'm saying? And I am a successful Listen. black woman. And I am, you know, it's like, you know, like, it's just, look, because he thinks, you, oh, if you're independent, you're running off, man, what a man could do with you that you haven't did it for another man. What do you mean? Um, mm -hmm. Provide like he hasn't provided for any other woman before. That's what he could do for me. No, let me quit. Let me, let me not. <laughs> but you did want to talk about Karen, though. Karen. Karen Civil, yes. Um, Civil. If you guys do not know, she is a marketing guru, um, quote unquote, here in the industry. And she's been known to work with celebrities like Meek Mills, Jesse Wu, and so many others. Um, well, apparently she's under fire. Twitter is going in on her because she admitted to having Jason Lee's Hollywood Unlocked page shut down in 2018 okay apparently she paid um a, a someone twenty thousand dollars a young guy a young kid okay twenty thousand dollars to unlock i mean to have his page shut down also promising that she'll pay him another ten thousand and help him with his rap career okay apparently she defaulted on the rest on the other back on the other end okay he immediately came out she admitted to it apologized to jason lee contacted the guy again they got his page back up Okay. But at this point, why go through that? Also, Meek Mills has come out and to speak. Mm. And he That's my boy. That's my boy. I met him. Oh, um, that is my boy too. And it's like crazy because um one of the reasons why she on the fire because they're like, do she not know that using unauthorized computer access is is illegal and admit it admitting you hired someone else to do it is even worse than stupid? That's right. So they're basically saying Jason Lee can sue. Okay. She always calls herself the Olivia Pope. Okay. Miss Olivia Pope. But don't call me Olivia Pope. If you don't know, I get my hands dirty. 
Okay. Anyway, um, Meek Mills apparently posted, Karen was my friend and turned on me for opportunity. Start having the blogs posting negative about me to some conspiracy. I forgive her, but I definitely, definitely don't want to deal with y'all industry people that move like that. You should admit what you did to me. She then responded and said, you know damn well, I ain't have no sight play you. I literally just supported your album and shown you nothing but cordialness and respect last few years when we seen each other. Then she said, sat in the chat room on Clubhouse defending you and didn't take part in these Twitter kiki moments. Like, come on with the BS narrative. So this is too much. This is, this is a lot. This is a lot. I'm like... Um, I honestly think that was wrong. No matter what, what it is like to do that and to admit that you did that to someone is really, really wrong. And I, I don't know what's the narrative behind her or why she did it, but, oh, oh, I know why she did it. He wouldn't take down a post that she asked him to t take down. Like he refused to take down a post and he wouldn't take it down. And that's why she went in. So with that being said, I'm a little upset about that. Um, I don't know. Are you looking up some stuff now? La, la, la. <laughs> what you found out? Everybody's going in on Karen. What else? I am, but no. I, I oh, just oh, oh, oh. Let me take that back. Also, with that being said, the young lady, Jessie Wu, she was also from Love and Hip Hop Miami. She just won a civil case. She sued Karen Civil. Yes. Yes, oh, for taking money. Karen, yes. Karen yes. So that's no. how everything came about. So my connection to McMill and his camp and Van Jones is working on the reform project and basically providing opportunities to formerly incarcerated and helping folks. So ending on a high note, shout out to McMill. Yes, yes, shout out to him. When we come back, we're gonna close out with some good some good gossip. Okay. Gossip, gossip. <laughs> you guys keep, keep it locked, don't go nowhere. It's your the takeover. Welcome back to the takeover with your girl, Shane McCray. And of course, we are inside the room with state representative Brandon McGee. And Brandon, you know, <laughs> this, all this social media stuff is really getting to be a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. And, you know, I mean, for even a post to even affect you to even pay someone $20,000, did he bother? He got up under your skin that bad? I mean, $20,000, that's a lot. Pay me. Pay me something. I would have did something. I would have reported the page anyway. But um Shay, before we close, did we yes. did we ever get on the whole fat, fat Joe? Joe? No, we did not. Home. So we're gonna close on this gossip. <laughs> so anyway, so make sure y'all follow me underscore BLMJ underscore on Instagram, YouTube inside the room, Spotify inside the room, and be a part of our little fan club inside the room on Facebook, uh, where we keep you updated on what we're doing. Uh, and as always, thank you for um, all that you do and follow us here on Inside the Room. Uh, yes, 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 yes. So what happened? What happened? Well, <laughs> well, clearly how I got this was Mr. Fat Joe was in competition or what they're calling a versus with Ja Rule. I heard Ja Rule burnt them. I did too. <laughs> but anyway, I love them both though. Fat Joe and one of his comebacks or whatever was like, you know, um, 
something 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 these dusty beep my team know. is rich we rich bees over here they rich what i'm just telling you how it is because i want to be on I'm his just, team you know what i'm saying <laughs> i mean you want lying remy ashanti they rich they have money okay keep going remy is my girl i love remy remy yes. came to connecticut to campaign for me um, when I ran for mayor in the city of Hartford. But anyway, I know that's I right. <laughs> Fat Joe, he apologized to Little Mo and Vita for what he said in terms of calling them, you know, dusty bees and all this other stuff. And and I think, and and, and let me just say this to her defense. Didn't call them dirty. Okay. He was what, fighting he a fight. Whatever. And he, he didn't say no names. He said, what you have back there. And okay. keep going. Okay. Neither here nor there. All I'm saying is in light of Michael K. Williams dying of um, an overdose and so many other black, brown artists, addiction is real. Cause I think he also called folks crackhead or he insinuated, yeah, he you know, and- That you can find him in the crack house. We know Little Mo's history. She's very successful, but she also had a run in her life. And I don't know the story of, of Vita too well. Um, but you know, I guess she was just saying, look, we got to be a bit more sensitive. Nonetheless, she did accept his apology. Um, but you know, folks are a little sensitive nowadays, you know, it's a versus y'all, you know, let's, so anyway, 50 cent, he They're too put sensitive. His... Go ahead. 50 cent, Mr. Curtis, he put his little two cents in backing up fat Joe, um, you know, and saying what he said, uh, and you know, Remy Ma, she backed up Fat Joe. Yeah, she did because she was basically like, "Listen, you know, he wasn't talking about." He said nobody had even come out yet when him and Ja was going back and forth. We didn't even know you was in the back. Second, I was in the car when you walked through and walking through the parking lot, and he hugged you and showed mad love as usual. No need for your followers to tell him anything. As someone that personally knows you, I'm sorry you were offended. That's what Remy, one of my, I'm sorry, just say. but anyway um shout out to them come on let's keep the peace you guys um that's what i'm all here for and i just appreciate you guys for just joining us again here inside the room on the takeover um we don't have a special guest today but today's topics was a little lit i'm not gonna lie like yeah mm, and spicy so look forward to see who we have next week and uh you guys make sure you tell someone download that fubu radio app and follow brandon uh let them know again where they can follow you follow me on ins instagram i'm trying to get my numbers up um i know that's right mj underscore and he's uh, the yeah. I, I have never seen someone with a blue check that has 500 followers before i'm just gonna <laughs> okay five thousand five thousand look, look, look. <laughs> but that's what's up i'm jealous i'm not gonna I'll, lie i'm just I'll pushing save, seventeen thousand. I'll, I'll save my verses come back for next week how about that Okay, cool. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, because we don't want nobody offending up in here. But you guys, make sure y'all go like us on Facebook. That's FUBU Radio. And follow us on um, Instagram, official FUBU Radio. And follow me, Shay McCray. All right. You already know the vibes. We let each and every week here on The Takeover. It's your girl, Shay McCray on FUBU Radio, baby. Happy birthday, Keith. You, oh, that's a joke. Inside joke. You,